Last Monday, I sat in Richard and Cecily Heslett's living room, sipping on a hot black coffee while conversing with their trio of daughters. Lydia was set to work baking for a family friend in their kitchen. Vivian was perched within a handmade fort for reading in solitude. And Eden sat across the living room from me as we talked about faith, hope, and life from her perspective. All of the insights in today's devotional came through that conversation with Eden. God spoke wisely and clearly through her. I've come to expect no less from the God who constantly gives as we take time to listen. So let's learn to listen and expect together. It's often easier to expect the worst-case scenario, Eden admitted to me. After all, that's mostly what we hear on the news and on the internet. I think she's right. Likely, most of us have already had our fair share of bad news today through one of many media outlets or conversations. We tend to hear bad news more than good news. As Eden put it, bad news sells more. Of course, there is some good reason for this. Hearing about the accident on your route to work will help avoid a long delay on your drive. Reading about the presence of cyberbullying can help raise awareness and empathy towards others. Even with these benefits of bad news, though, Eden and I wondered whether our lives, our expectations, were being driven more by a sense of dread than by a sense of good expectancy. What is at the forefront of your mind today? Does the dread of bad news and negative results drive you into an anxiety-ridden behavior and attitude? You know, the stress that you will run out of time, out of money, energy, friends, breath. Anxiety that you will be rejected if you fail today. Dread that you are not nearly as protected and safe as you would like? We are all filled with this sort of message most of our lives. So much so that even in our younger years, it is hardwired into us that goodness and security and grace are only fleeting realities that come few and far between. This was the case in the lives of Abraham and Sarah, as we read about in Genesis 15 to 18. God visited them regularly, more than once, with the same message of promise and hope, that Abraham would be a father of many nations, and Sarah would give birth to a child of promise, even as they neared their hundredth birthdays. Their response to these good promises was laughter. Of course that can't happen, God. Don't make us laugh. We know what to expect in life. We've seen this all before. We expect to die childless. Driven by the impossibilities that they came to expect, Abraham and Sarah took matters into their own hands. They gripped hard at the reins of their own life, no longer with open hands to God's provision, but with closed fists of anxiety and control. Bad news leads us to act in that very controlled, anxious way. We need to handle our own lives, no longer expecting God to provide. 
With Abraham and Sarah, God was gracious. He was patient and gentle. Don't laugh, God said. I will make good on my promise. And he did just that. A child of promise was born to them, and true laughter came with him. They named the child Isaac, which means laughter. conversation with Eden continued. We can't become complacent thinking we understand everything, said Eden. We should never stop being open to the possibilities of God in our life. Now that's wisdom. As difficult and unnatural as it may feel to us, I wonder if we can grow together to expect goodness and mercy from God rather than defeat and demise. We can help each other on this journey through simple encouragement and the act of sharing good news when we gather. I wonder if you can do that today. Can you be a bearer of good news filled with expectation and goodness? Let me remind you of the goodness that's told to us in scriptures. One of the most central stories in the Bible tells of God's people crying out in prayer when they were faced with terrible realities before them. In Exodus 2, it says God remembered his covenant, his promise to Abraham and Isaac and Jacob, and God saw his people and God knew. You see, God isn't distant from us or unconcerned. He sees what we're going through. He knows our pain and he responds out of his goodness and grace. The scripture shows this consistently to us. The psalmist says that everything that God is and does is good. That's Psalm 119, verse 68. It says he is good to everyone and extends compassion that we don't deserve. Psalm 107, verse 1. In James, it tells us that God is the source of every good and perfect gift, and he blesses those who rest in him. The book of Philippians opens up by saying that he who began a good work in you will be faithful, will bring it to completion. Let's learn to expect goodness from God. We just may discover our place of comfort, not laughing at, but with the God who provides goodness and joy. Are you open to the possibility today that God is good and powerful and full of love for you? And what does that possibility mean for your expectation in your life right now? Bless you today.